here we go. This is Happening with Mark Zito and Ryan Sampson. I'm Mark Zito. I'm Ryan Sampson. And this is happening. Very, uh, very odd day across the country. We're obviously, you know, you guys all hear this Thursday, but uh, we're recording this on Wednesday, day after the terrible shooting in Texas, which uh, will, you know, we're actually going to have our friend Pete Dominic on in a couple minutes, Ryan, because he is more of an expert than we are. He is far more of an expert than us. Standupwithpete.com. Yes. He used to actually host a show at SiriusXM, and now he does his own thing. And uh, I'm. When do you think we'll transition into that part of our career where where SiriusXM will be like we don't want you anymore, and then uh, we'll go to Patreon? That seems we should maybe by the end of the summer. Yeah, it's just, just like maybe sooner <laughs> rather than later, right? You know, it's like depending on where you start on the uh, entertainment chain, it's like movie star, TV host, radio host, podcast host. Doing your own Patreon, OnlyFans. Oh, we I just disagree. St- we started, we didn't start high enough on the ladder, so we're already yeah. getting close to OnlyFans. No, I, I was going to say like how how quickly podcast host has shot up uh, the ladder. Has it though? Oh yeah, I feel like podcast host is like three rungs above DJ now. I kind of get depressed because I feel like if you and I wanted to go, and you know, maybe this is the day to do it, unfortunately, but if you wanted to go heavily right wing with me, we could yeah. be so fucking famous. So good at it. So good. Yep. Like, imagine if we came on today, and again, I don't want to make light of the situation at all. But if we were to come on today and be like, they're trying this, this, America, we've got to watch out. They're trying to take our guns. There is our, our shit would spike immediately. Being, being level headed is of no use to us. <laughs> this, I heard a story yeah? uh, about one of the, uh, the, the right wing uh, conservative hosts who's no longer on uh, big television. Is it Bill O'Reilly? He, it is not Bill O'Reilly. Okay. But is how it- he. How, who, who gets fucking fired from, like, who's no longer on conservative television? How do you get fired from that job? It's nearly impossible. Anyways, uh, allegedly used to tell his staff that he would, uh, like, lose himself during, uh, d- when he would go on his rants and really not understand or know what he was saying. Okay. Like Eminem? <laughs> like, I Something mean, like that, okay. yeah. Palms are sweaty. No, no, the guy would like Muslims, literally arms, like mom spaghetti, like whatever he's saying in his rants, what he would lose himself. No, he would like go into a trance, sort of like being a blackout drunk where you don't know what's happening. You're like you're blacked out like he would he would black out with rage and just go. I think I could do that if you gave me because here's here's why that works so well. Here's where that why that stupid, terrible punditry works, because there are parameters and you get to play the hits Every day, every day, every day. Yep. There's no thought involved. There's and no. You're, there's a lot of defense happening on the other side, whereas like you just have to, gas prices. Well, no, but but even 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 this crazy motherfucker, this terrible cunt that shot up the school yesterday, right? Did, did you see how quickly it got painted? Where well, he was bullied. Well, we think he might have been a uh, might have been trans. Might like like all the the wrong information that got out there just to start explaining away. It's like you play uh, the hits, you throw the red meat out there, and people yeah. are like, "Yes, that's right. Yeah. That's what I want. That's what I want to hear." This is not how I intended to open this program. I intended this program to be a little more somber because I do have to tell you that I I, I just I feel like I've been stuck in a sadness loop from thousands of miles away since yesterday afternoon. Okay. Both on social media and the news, and and it's inescapable. And and quite honestly, maybe that's the point. Maybe it should be, but I yes. do feel I feel mad. I feel helpless, and and I want to know what we can do. That's part of the reason we're going to have Pete on in a moment. But also, I I just I feel like there has to be something I'm fucking missing here, because the solution to these issues seems so clear to me. Compa- What's that solution? Just, just any type of reform. It's like, why can't any, we? You, any, I but, can't okay, believe I'm about any. to use. Well, not any type, but like uh, anything would be a step in the right direction. Yeah, 
no, you're right. I, I 100% agree with you. I guess what worries me is that we're moving so slowly that we have the will to do absolutely fucking nothing, that we're going to do something, right? I think something will get done after this one, but it's going to be small and minuscule and it's going to make no difference whatsoever. And it's just going to keep going like it is. Think about how sad what you just said is after this one, I think we're going to do something. I Implying think that it's do, just but, one in a series of far more to come after it. Oh, like the week's not over yet, Mark. It really is like, you know, you see the stuff you see. I, look, I think you'd have to be living under a rock to not see the memes of like, you know, 87 percent of teens that die from gun violence come from America or, it, or it's like 87 out of a hundred. Well, that's 87 percent. You, you see 288 mass shootings in America versus like the second place is like eight or something. Um, you, you know, again, things like you should be able to send your, your kid to school with the understanding that they're going to come home alive. That's like a base level thing we like to it, use for. And you can't even guarantee that shit in this country right now. It it only took me till this morning to get one meme that 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 fought for the opposite side. What was that one? It said it said, we, what do we use to protect our what do our what do our cops use for protection? God, guns, and prayer, God. And no, prayer. what do our oh. guns? What does the military use for protection? Guns. What does so and so use for protection? Guns. Gun free zone. That's why people are coming here. Fish in a barrel. No, oh, these stupid motherfucker. And this is the thing. This is what I want to say before we get to. They're basically it, it was that if, if, if there was more guns in schools, there wouldn't be school shootings. <laughs> it's a fucking stupid idea. It's the dumbest. And by the way, if I'm ever in the middle of like a shooting happening, mm-hmm. like, you know, the last thing that I want is more guns, more fucking bullets flying through the air. To be fair, to be fair, we talked about this literally, I think, yesterday. And you said you would protect Chuck Schumer. So this was who, by the way, the already week. came out and was like, I don't think we're going to get anything done on this one, which is like, dude, what the fuck? You're in charge. Don't you? I don't yeah. want you admitting defeat like, oh, I don't know how we're going to work with these people, because that just makes me say, well, I guess I should put somebody else in there. I guess yeah, I should. Least, yeah. And this whole it's, it's, what a cops use. What does the army use to protect themselves? I don't know. They're qualified via their jobs. I correct. can't dispense prescriptions because I'm not a fucking doctor. So hey. I, you, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, oh, yeah. a cop has a gun, so I should have one. No, that's not how things no. should work. Yeah, it's and, it's not a wise way to do things. Most people, most people end up shooting uh, themselves or someone. And I don't even mean in a suicide. I mean, like a Plaxico Burris in the leg or, you know, like or someone that they love as an accident. Huh. I mean, that seems like something that may come up in our discussion with Pete. I don't know. Something similar to that. But and another thing, because I, I just I'm going to say this when we talk to Pete. I want to say it again right now. The the overwhelming idea behind this whole if we get rid of guns then only bad guys will have guns is so fucking dumb <laughs> it's so stupid and i'll i'll, I'll say this till well, i'm blue in the face sh- but no hang on hang on one sec because i just I, like you can't do heroin right but people still do it but i would imagine it's much harder to get the heroin for those people and therefore since it's not as easily accessible less people do heroin than if it was like I don't know. You could get heroin anywhere when you turned 18. Right. I mean, I mean, let's, you know, let's be realistic. We're not getting rid of guns like that's that's just not happening. Um, There's there's too many of them out there. Too many people have them. Too many people use them for actually not bad things. So we're not getting rid of them. But you can you can regulate who the fuck has them. You can like, you know, you we have to go through training and get a license to drive a car. Yet there isn't a rash of people driving cars into schools. So, you know, we might be able to make that one. You can you don't need 300 rounds. No, anything you're I have, doing. I have one gun, and do you know what I use it for? What's I that? stand next to my daughter's prom date with it, and I say, hey, oh. you bring her home safe. That's what I do. It's, it's a you're funny joke. See, because then I put it on Facebook, and people yeah. are like, was this yeah. man going to kill that teen if he fucked his daughter? <laughs> oh. Which I've always, I've always liked. It's funny. Yeah, it's I, funny because like I would murder him if he had yeah, sex with my daughter. You get, if you someone get ever it? pulled a gun on my kid, no, like, I, I might murder I, them. I, I know. I've seen this before. Anyway, <laughs> let's bring Pete Dominic in. Uh, Pete Dominic, standupwithpete.com. Uh, here's our chat with, uh, with him. I wanted to get uh, our friend Pete Dominic 
to come on with us because Pete Dominic has all the knowledge that Ryan and I I feel lack. Ryan, would you would you say that's the, the that, right? That's fair. I feel like you and I are about eighty five percent of the way there, but there's giant potholes, and Pete's the road crew that's going to come in and make sure that we don't ruin the show. He's being he's. I think you're being very generous by saying we are eighty five percent of the way there. I was going to go more with like a fifty two percent, but but right. Pete Dominic proving that you can you can look much better after you leave Sirius XM. He looks great. He's healthy. He's here. Standupwithpete.com. Pete, how, how, how's it going? Uh, I'm really happy to be with you two, two old friends of mine who I like, I trust, I, I think are super talented. And, you know, personally, I'm doing great. And uh, since leaving Sirius XM, it's been it's been a really exciting adventure for me where I thought it was I thought I was dead in the water, you know, but it's going it's going really well. I'm, I'm, I've built this kind of community around my daily podcast and we talk about the issues that I'm talking about with you today. I basically interview two experts a day, every day, just like I did there. And and so the, I'm doing well. The show's doing well. But obviously the nation is in tremendous pain, which is what we're here to talk about. So, yeah. And and the, the, the thing I don't know if it's because I, this sounds almost this sounds very fucked up to say. I, I don't know if it's because I am a relatively new father or or what. But yesterday hit me in a way that I can't remember a national tragedy hitting me. And and I'm just fucking furious. I'm yeah. just so mad and I don't know what to do. So the, the question I, ha- I, I guess I have for both is like, what can we do? What can be done? I, is it just vote? Is that it? Like, because that almost seems like I, I don't know. Like, I'm at a loss and I want a way to move forward. Well, let me lay it out for you in the most non kind of partisan way, really, mm-hmm. uh, which is when it comes to guns and gun violence in America, regardless of what you think about guns or regardless of what you think about certain laws, policies, the Second Amendment, public opinion, what would work, what wouldn't work. We do. We know what the Supreme Court thinks. And so, first of all, when people say after these horrific crimes, massacres, this one, you know, happening before the bodies are even buried in the racist shooting in Buffalo, People will often say nothing ever changes. And that really, really upsets activists who have helped create past laws, get people elected to pass laws that they think changes on either side of it, by the way, but especially on the kind of anti-gun violence side. When you say nothing ever changes, every single mom and mom's demand and all these other great grassroots organizations are like, oh, well, we changed it here in Connecticut after Newtown. We changed laws in New York State and those laws matter. They absolutely matter. And those changes matter. And those or that organizing to elect those people who would vote that way matters for sure. But the problem is, at least the way I see it, I guess I am being a little opinionated here is the bottom line is whatever laws we pass, they will be challenged at the Supreme Court, which is overwhelmingly pro gun and quote pro Second Amendment, if you will. So the frustrating and and most challenging, difficult thing to to try to wrap your head around is we can create positive change, elect the right people and change laws around things like background checks and other things that aren't very controversial at all. But here it is. The Supreme Court's conservative supermajority is about to now dramatically expand the scope of the Second Amendment and prohibit us from protecting our communities by enacting gun safety laws through the democratic process, meaning that's a tweet from a Supreme Court, a, guy, a journalist who covers the Supreme Court. What that means is, frankly, or more um, in English, we can pass laws, gun that, mm-hmm. that will keep gun violence limited, at least. But they they will be and probably will be challenged and overturned by the conservative majority. So it's we're in a tough situation for a generation awash in guns, more guns than than people. Pete, something I've never gotten the clear answer to, and maybe like in the vein of what we're talking about in the Supreme Court and upholding gun laws, there's such a huge hole already in the Second Amendment, the way that I see it is, you know, it talks about the right to bear arms. And I don't think it actually says the word guns, but I can't buy an aircraft carrier. I can't buy an F-35. I can't buy a howitzer. I can't buy. It's because you're you know, poor, though. A, right. But but if I wanted to, I couldn't. So already, like, aren't those like hasn't the Second Amendment been chipped into far enough away with those that the next weapon of war shouldn't be that hard? <sighs> Yes, the next that that's 
kind of where we're headed to machine guns and, and, and unlimited rounds. And yeah, we're headed in the, in the direction where guns become more ubiquitous, more ascend and, and, and there'd be less laws around, you know, the background checks, red flags and, and so on, limited magazines and all kinds of policies that anti-gun violence people think would make a difference. Uh, not to mention the issues that there might be agreement on such as mental health, but you know, Unfortunately, overwhelmingly, Republicans don't want to pay for that. They, they support it, but they don't want to pay for it. That, that costs a lot of money, taxpayer money. And so, yeah, I mean, we're, we're, we're headed in that direction. The Second Amendment is almost not worth debating with people anymore. Uh, you know, the Supreme Court is now so radicalized that that ship is fairly sailed for at least its makeup of, of these these justices that are on the court right now. So what I'm hearing from you so far is, uh, oh, it's actually worse than I thought, because even if they <laughs> if, if, even if they we, we come up with a law and somehow everyone agrees to it and we're on board, it's just going to get, you know, appealed to death more or less and eventually not be enacted. In, yes. in your opinion. Yes. I, I, and again, I, I guess it's opinion, but it's also kind of fact. I, I don't know how to how to necessarily. Yeah, no, I mean, that. I think it's, it's, you know, my opinion. I have strong opinions on gun violence and what we need to do. But what I'm trying to give you is the the, the law, the, the lay of the land for mm-hmm. for activists on, on either side, really. I mean, this is one of those issues where obviously we're very divided over. But the gun rights people, as I call them, they have everything they want. Like mm-hmm. they have it. There's no there's no compromises that have been made you can basically you know you've you've seen the tweets and the way people look at you you have to be 20 you know 18 for this but 21 for that for to have alcohol but 18 to to buy you know whatever kind of gun you want and things like that i mean those there's very little that in most states and nationwide the gun rights people don't have and yeah it's it's only gotten worse i do have a message of hope that you know when we wrap up here i'll i'll kind of tell you what i think for those of us who are really terrified about the state of, of the country. And also, Mark, you know, it, it makes sense. You have a little you, you you have a child now and it's not about you the way it used to be when we worked together. And you have somebody, you know, you have somebody who you're thinking about besides yourself, the well-being of that person. You're responsible for that person. And and so, of course, you're thinking about it differently. All, I think that happens when you become a parent automatically, except for your parents. I, <laughs> I just think it's I just think it's wild that, you know, we, we go through what, what we went through yesterday as a country. We see all this news and like the person that I am like, holy shit, that person is making the most sense is the coach of the fucking Golden State Warriors. <laughs> and it's it's just yeah. and, and I well, He's a victim of gun violence. Of course, yeah. Steve Kerr, I believe his father was was you know uh, tragically killed. Yeah, and yeah. and so you know he's always on the forefront of these issues. But it, it's it's you have that man who you know is coaching basketball, and yet he's getting a better message across than I would say a lot of our politicians, especially at least in my opinion, the Republican ones. But. I, I guess my whole thing, and, I, and I'm, st- I'm trying to, I'm not really making the the sense I want to make because again, I'm just so. I'm so angry today and I don't know where to place the yeah. anger. Yeah. And and so I ask once again I could, I'm I'm ready to hear your opinion now. What can we like if I'm just I'm a normal person, I have this show with Ryan. This is talking about this is in my opinion maybe the most I can do in trying to get the word out there. What is something if I want to go farther, if somebody listening wants to go farther, do we just volunteer with an organization? Do you, well, you join know, a lot of a lot of people think activism is a lot of work. It's really not. It's really not. I just was very involved in my school board election local. There's a chapter for Moms Demand, uh, as well as the Brady uh, organization, as well as Gun Sense. But there's a chapter for Moms Demand in every town in America. But, yeah, you you still want to make sure if you care deeply about this issue that you're not apathetic, to say the least, that you understand as much as you can about the problem, a a tough problem, an easy one to look away from gun violence. Uh, But you want to understand the statistics around it and around guns in general. You want certainly to elect people who will pass laws that matter. And those laws do matter. I'm, I'm, I'm not, you know, we talk about, again, just making that point in the U.S. Congress, the House of Representatives has passed a huge comprehensive anti-gun violence law. It is stuck in the U.S. Senate like every other law. And because of every Republican senator and two Democratic senators, we can't get a lot done. It, it's so in and they represent wildly small minority of of Americans views, much less Americans in general. So you can get involved. You should sign up right now for your local mom's demand. It's in almost every community. And as far as I'm concerned, at this point, 
I hate to be divisive, but you got to pick sides. If it, it, otherwise, stop complaining. You know, just don't complain. I don't want to hear anybody complain if they haven't done something. And it's not hard. You can just show up. Uh, you can you can be educated on who to vote for, and you can help pass those those laws. You can start there, but you also have to do something for yourself to maintain your sanity. Who can possibly uh, you know figure out how to go forward on a day like this uh, yeah. when 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 children have been have bodies have been mutilated by gunfire to the point that they can't be recognized and identified by their own families. They need, they need DNA. I mean, who, who can, who can function, who can go to work, who can. And so you have to find your own practice and you have to find your own joy and peace so that you can then be involved and you have to put your, you know, take care of yourself, put your mask on before you, you take care of everybody else. I think that's a really important thing. And one way to do that is to find people connect with people. Things like this, you know, like it's it I, I have trouble with this because, you know, I grew up in a gun culture. I grew up in a very small town. I got a 20 gauge for my 11th birthday and 11. You know, I, 11. But there was never. But also, too, there was a hunting accident in my family that my dad, when they were teenagers, shot my brother uh, or sorry, my uncle, <laughs> not my brother, my uncle. Um, it was he started very young. Um, but, you know, in in gun safety what and, happened to him was he okay he was fine it actually my my dad was unloading but he was doing everything right and that's what he always seen with dick cheney by any chance yes no 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 he was he was unloading but he always you know like it was always drilled to me he was doing the right thing when is he when he was unloading his gun it was pointed at the ground misfired uh, and shot my uncle and is in it a toe. funny thing in the family now like yeah, ah, no there's a couple there's a couple funny stories my dad has about it, but it's not really, you know, Can a funny we make it funny now. Yeah. Yeah. It's yes. Saying, it's, yes. Hey, remember that time you shot me in the face? Yeah, I think <laughs> I think we're good. Water we're, under yeah. the bridge. It's, not too soon. Yeah, not too soon. But, the, you know, the, there, there was definitely is is that growing up in in the culture of, of guns like that, there was never anybody. I guess I'm not going to say never. I probably did know some people, but the people I grew up with wanted those safety measures, yeah. you know, like there, there was there was responsibility for it. And we didn't need, um, you know, 50 rounds because then you wouldn't be able to eat what you shot. It, it You know, it's it, there was practicality to it that's completely been lost. And I don't understand sometimes where those voices are. You well, know, it's been a mass. Those voices, there's, you know, most gun owners are reasonable, safe, responsible gun owners. But increasingly, your culture has just changed. So yes. there's been such amazing both nonfiction kind of, you know, books and, and, and documentaries, as well as uh, so many different obvious cultural changes that we all can notice that have to do with, you know, let's be honest, these are overwhelmingly men if we're talking about mass shooters. But, I mean, you know, you know about a third of, of gun deaths, guys, is suicide. And so that's a whole different policy that needs to be uh, looked at. And so there's all kinds of different cultural changes that have occurred since you were growing up, Ryan, since I was growing up, since frankly, uh, Columbine, you know, that was kind of a changer, but more than anything else, it's pretty simple. I'm sure you've heard it before guns, gun manufacturers are, you know, they're for profit. They got to sell more guns every quarter and, and so I, they, they sell fear to sell guns. That's been the case for 30 years and the NRA used to be an organization that was about hunting and, and teaching people to use guns. That organization got taken over and uh, and they have continued to radicalize people, you know, and just scare the hell out of people from home invasion to Muslims, to black people, to you name it, get a gun because they're coming for you. You know, it's that's just the way it's been. And we can we can talk about that, but it's it's Whereas from my family experience, if, you know, the way it's sort of like was ingrained in my head is that if there's a gun in your house, it's more than likely someone will get shot with it. So be fucking careful, you yeah. know, and, and, and everyone's like, oh, well, I need more guns. It's it's just increases the chance that there's going to be a tragedy. Well, you actually yeah. bring up something. I'm a total pussy around guns. I don't know how many people are like me. 
But I mean, I if if you were to put a like a loaded gun, even if the safety was on, on the table next to me, get that fucking thing away from me. I don't trust myself. Not like I'm gonna pick it up and put it in my own mouth, but I just mean I don't trust being around it, and therefore that's the main reason I don't want to be around guns. And the one thing I really haven't understood this whole time, and I'm sure people have said this, so I'm very pro grenade, ironically. Though. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I'm curious where you both stand on this. Is I have not understood this whole uh people if we make certain guns illegal bad people are still going to get them of course they will but but like we've made heroin illegal we've made yep. there's speed limits if, if well, you know I mean, it listen, doesn't stop you, speeding entirely but it makes a, the majority of people be dumb like ar- it's a dumb argument and you know it's a really dumb argument you can make it way harder you can no one's gonna we're never gonna end gun violence never anybody who says that we're gonna end gun violence is is, is selling you uh, something that is not true, but w- we can limit it. We can save uh, thousands of lives with all kinds of regulations and laws, and we can obviously ban certain types of weapons. But you know, they, you know, you're. I, I interview people who are gun experts and gun nuts, if you will, and they'll tell you you can outlaw the hell out of it. We, we'll build it increasingly. We can make a 3D gun. I mean, there's any kind of way to get around that, and so, but it still requires a certain amount of ingenuity and a certain plan. We can do better. We can do way better. We can save uh, save thousands of lives, especially on the issue of suicide, much less these mass shootings with all kinds of laws. And, you know, this is the only country in the world. Come on, let's be honest, uh, where this is an issue. And increasingly, people are scared even to come here to visit. Mm-hmm. That's a real thing. It's, like, a, it's it, a real thing. When I was in Europe a couple of years ago, I that's the most question that I got asked is yep. the guns. Why the guns? Yep. Yep. No, my buddy and my best friends in Australia, I talked to him every day and I, I said, you guys should bring the kids here recently. And he just started laughing. He's like, are you kidding me? I'm like, come on, you're being irrational. You're, you're not going to. He's like, no way. I was like, wow, wow, that's interesting. I can't believe it. Pete, I know we got to let you go in, in a couple minutes because you're a, a good father who is committed to being at his his daughter's game this afternoon. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, no, no, I, I, I just... I, you're coming to Fairfield, Connecticut, where I live, to do stand-up. I'm obviously transitioning very heavily out of the gun talk here for a minute. But what a stand-up show for you these days, is it for people who haven't seen you in a while, is your stand-up as, as partisan as your show? Or? No, no, no. Um, not really. I don't, you know, I've never been. That's always been a kind of a hard part of my career, my branding. People think that I'm going to be very political. I am not. I mean, I have. My the, my best joke right now is I I think I'm gay for like a couple people. Harry Styles. Um, and, I, and I never know when they're like okay. a pl- I had a plumber come to our house yeah. and like I was not expecting to feel anything ever about a man. And I want I didn't want him to leave. So like there's jokes like, you know, those kinds of jokes. With, Out like, of curiosity, uh, is it because yeah. you were impressed that he could fix things that you couldn't? Because I think that's it, where I would go with it. Certainly doesn't hurt. <laughs> certainly attracted, you know, so like, yeah. You know, things about being a parent and, and then I, you know, you you guys know me, I'm an improv guy. So most of the time when I go on stage, I just make it up as I go along. And so that's kind of what you get. And that's always been the fun thing for me. I'm working at last week tonight uh, with John Oliver now. And and I do that for, you know, warm up the audience. And I love just going out there. I did and, not know that. That is legitimately yeah. my favorite show. I mean, it, it, yeah, depress- on TV, it fucking depresses sure. me every week yeah. without fail it's just the, the, watching that show i'm always like this is funny and then by the end of it i just say oh that's another huge oh. problem i was previously yeah. unaware of yeah, uh, but, it's important, but we can't i i think you know what i started at serious exam and i continue now is just to fight uh, apathy to fight apathy you can't and now you have no excuse because you're a father so you can't not know about the problems and then call yourself a responsible parent is my my strong opinion. I agree. And as, as I said at the top, I almost I, I almost am ashamed about the way I about every other shooting that I heard about compared to yesterday's and how I kind of quickly was like, oh, that's sad. But you, know, you can you can put that shame in a bubble and blow it away because you have your whole life ahead of you. And now that you're a parent, you can you can do something. You can be engaged and you can care. So you don't have to feel that way anymore. And that's true of everybody. Anytime there's always it's never too late to do something positive. Well, I think that's I think that's a very good message to end on. And I hope the faction talk. It is obviously is for Ryan. But for you. (laughs) No, I was I was going to tell you just just, you know, where I live, New York 18 looks pretty open. So, you know, I'd vote for you if you ever. Ah, right. No, I got I got uh, drafted to run for town council here in my town. They're like, we really want you to run. And I thought about it. And then I did opposition research on myself. It was bad. 
Bad. <laughs> bad. That Real plumber bad. that no. came to my house is saying I got a little handsy. I, uh, that could come yeah. up. <laughs> well, that, I think my town wouldn't mind that. I mean, hey, listen. But no, you know, like just stuff I've said on TV and stuff that just could be very easily taken out of context. And, you know, I, I have a big chunk in my act that is very anti-Catholic church. That's not going to help me elected in my town. Yeah, so, but like, no. I mean, <laughs> this is whole. I think you should just be like, yeah, I said that shit. I mean it. I meant it. I, and I and I and I would. I would never back away from anything I said. I'm saying I wouldn't win and my family would be destroyed in the process. And there's other, there's <laughs> hey, other but I mean, people. the entertainment <laughs> that was content, fun. content, content. <laughs> All right. Hey, listen, it's like thirty five thousand dollars. I mean, I'm not saying, uh, you know. Town well, Council is a pretty lucrative gig. Well, I hope the the average faction talk listener uh, enjoyed uh, anti gun talk and gay sex with a plumber discussion with Pete Dominic. We can get more of that at standupwithpete.com. And you're going to be coming to my hometown now, Fairfield, Connecticut, yeah. June 11th, doing stand up there. Details at your website for that. Pete, thanks so much, Pete Dominic. Thank you for coming on and hanging with us. You guys, today. you guys have both always been super great to me and uh, stayed in touch with me and checked in on me. I like you both very much. I'm happy to be on your show anytime. Thank you very much for having me. Say hi to all my old friends. Will do. We will see you soon. Thanks, buddy. Bye, guys. Thanks, Pete. Okay. Uh, I don't think there's a, a good way to, to buffer out of that. And I truthfully thought that we would spend the day um, ta- doing a, a sad gun show. And then ultimately, I realized that I, I can't. I can't do that. This is not the place for. And I now I will say, Ryan, yeah, I feel yeah. like when every show is like, "Listen, we know you come here for entertainment. We're gonna ignore every like your morning show. We're gonna ignore yeah. everything bad uh-huh. that happened in the world." I think that's bullshit. <laughs> but I, I, I have nothing to tell everyone. Then you know, I'm angry. I bet a lot of people out there are angry too. And hopefully, via elections or volunteering or whatever, what have you, we can bring change. And I did see a tweet that I initially thought was, I don't want to say stupid, but I was like, no, I don't know if it's time. But I, I do think is worthwhile that today and tomorrow and this week, when you're looking through, when you're reading all these horrifying stories about you know parents losing their children, children losing their lives, it's okay to take a break from that from a little bit. Yeah. Like, don't don't forget it. But also, like, take care of yourself, too. I do think that's important. What did you think of the uh, Beto O'Rourke? Oh, interrupting the press conference. Yeah. Is that is that something do you think that's do you think that's something positive or do you think that that he'll be uh, that's going to that's a winning or losing move? It, It depends on what side you are. You're on. I, I do. Really? I, yeah, I wish we had the audio of that. I, I don't. Well, that's the thing is, in, and, and all the things that I've watched, like it was pretty shitty audio. All you can hear is the the big guy in the back. You're out of order, sir. Sir, yeah. you are out of order. And just screaming over. Look, him. look, here's it. Let's we already know I, how it's going to go. If you put on MSNBC, you're going to have Chris Hayes or whoever there being like, this is Beto O'Rourke. He cares about he is willing to go to the mattresses for gun reform. You put on Tucker Carlson, be like, this is why we don't have decorum. These people can't even work together. This is Governor Abbott talking about dead children and Beto O'Rourke's trying to make it about him. It's like this is all fucking theater. This is I. I I've never seen a group of people, though, so collectively scared to let one person speak. Like like the amount of shut him up quickly happening there was incredible. I I was I am a big believer in that. And I was talking to my wife about this the other night. And this isn't an original thought, but it's like I want to go back to just the six o'clock news. That's it. This doesn't need to be discussed 24 hours a day. That's where it. A half hour of national news and then a half hour of local news back to back. And then we sit down and And watch Jeopardy Yeah, and Wheel of Fortune after that. That's it. I was a Wheel of Fortune, then Jeopardy town for what it's worth. It's like fucking learn to play, learn to play checkers and then you can play chess. That's what I always felt about that lineup. Okay, it was the which one is Wheel of Fortune for morons. Yeah. Anytime Wheel of Fortune's in the news, it's because they're like, uh. Pudding pop, and it's like, no, you idiots, you're pronouncing it wrong. And it's like they go around the three times. Yes, and then they finally get back. Jeopardy, I, I, people, it's actual knowledge. I, I yeah, I actually I DVR Jeopardy, so I don't have to watch Wheel of Fortune. There's oh. something about Wheel of Fortune I just can't do. Do you it's, when you do you put your crochet aside to watch Jeopardy when you do that, or no? I where, binge it. I binge it. You just binge it now. Is it before or after you heat up your fucking sad, lonely TV dinner? <laughs> I probably do have a sad uh, tin dish oh uh, dinner that I cooked at my house and brought into so the city sad. for myself. It sounds terrible. <laughs> anyway, no, dude, but I I love Jeopardy. I don't give a shit. Um, 
I want to do rejected mashup topics today because I imagine there's a lot of them because I imagine on the show this morning you talked solely about the school shooting. Today was a day where we pulled songs. Oh, that's uh, oh god that hour of pumped up kicks I guess we're not going to do. The yeah. Uh, yeah uh If anyone alternative stations not paying attention today, let's hope they pulled that out. What songs did you pull? Um I forget there was a couple that that Ben that Ben I think I, there was only like one or two right but I think there's there's one that Ben flagged is not good and then the one that I said and I and it's only it would only be for one day tomorrow we're totally fine but like yeah or we have we are forgetting about it tomorrow no 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 because Just... it's it's it, it was Sean Mendez when you're gone is the one that I said because I mean like the lyrics are are I don't want to know what it's like when you're gone for good and it's like yeah today that one we might want to. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I would have just played Harry Styles as it was uh, all day. It would have been it. I've just been like, yeah, it's the same as every other day. It's exactly as it was. There's just terrible shit in America. Not watermelon sugar because that's too dirty. Now, did you guys, did you play the age game, but only with Republican senators? Okay. We should have. All right. No no age game, no other games. New idea for the age game. It's a Republican senator, but then you have to guess how much money from gun lobbies they've gotten and who's ever closest gets the point. I like that. I like that a lot. If you're unfamiliar with what I'm talking about, on Ryan's other show, The Morning Mashup on Hits 1 Channel 2, they play a game where they say, here's a celebrity, and then they all guess how old the celebrity is. And allow right. me to tell you the second part of that game, which is nothing. That's the whole thing. They just guess how old the celebrity is. And that's, <laughs> that's the game. That's the show. Nicole's, uh, Nicole, my co-host, her son, Keegan, has a game. It's, it's the number game. And he'll say, Mark, guess a number. Six. No. Fuck. All right. <laughs> but that's the whole game. No, but that's the whole. You probably <laughs> played the number game. Yes. Hey, just for what it's worth. Your show is three adults and he's four. So, you know, anyway, what were the topics that were rejected on the uh, show today? Let's let's go through those. Uh, Well, the first topic that was rejected today um, is is, see this one, this because it was supposed to we were supposed to talk about it. um, And then it was immediately pulled that U.S. births increased for the first time since 2014. Oh, okay. Probably not the right one to, no. to to talk about today. No, but you would think that would have happened in 2021 with all the people inside banging in the it pandemic. It went down. The baby boom, the alleged baby boom was a baby bust. And that's what they're saying is like, okay, maybe it wasn't as much of a bust as we thought it was. Well, that's actually interesting because I remember uh, my daughter, Simone, is about 20 months old now. Uh, tomorrow, actually, or today, the day you're hearing this. And uh, the I remember early. So so Sarah was pregnant, like right at the onset of the pandemic. And so I remember actually saying to her, I'm glad you're pregnant now, because I don't know if in good conscience, we we don't know where this is going to go. I don't know if I'd say we should totally have a child. So maybe that's what people did. And then come to find out, um, you know, they they. They did it after when they figured out the virus wasn't going to be so bad. Do you understand the origin of of boomers? Do you know what the name means and where it comes from and why it's the name? No. Is this another rejected topic or? No, but it's actually so. So baby boomers, right, are the are the generation that were born right after World War Two. So the GI Bill happened. That that if you served in World War II, when you came home, you could go to college and then you could get a loan through the GI Bill to get a house. So there was like a huge explosion in middle class families because all the soldiers were coming back. They went to college. They got married. They bought a house and they all had kids at the same fucking time. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So what are these babies? Because and then they were the, it was a baby boom. That's where the boomers come from is right after World War Two. There was a baby boom. So what is what are these? Because there's there's going to be a name. And it's going to be as it's going to be like, I think, as uh, what's the right word, Um, transformative of a generation as the baby. boom. Okay, I'm trying to think of the the best alliteration I can just off the top of my head. And so far, I have outside orgasms because we were allowed to go outside again. (laughs) But I don't um, organisms, masks, uh, something with masks, COVID. Oh, COVID comes. I I don't know. Maskers. It could be the maskers. Okay. The, the vaxxers? No, I think. So, so, but anyway, had there were more babies born. Do you have the stats on that? Or 
Uh, well, uh, uh, at the moment, I Why don't would because you? I would have this morning. No, no, hold on. I'm like, it's a Wall Street <laughs> Journal article. American women had 3.6 million babies in 2021. How much is a subscription to the Wall Street Journal, by the way? Because I would say one of the major problems with the production of this is happening is on the regular, you will say, oh, I'd love to talk about this. And I'll say, well, let's do it. And you'll be like, no, it's in the Wall Street Journal. It's fucking protected. I don't have a subscription. Shit. And I got to be honest, it hasn't even occurred to me until right now that maybe we could just buy one. Maybe. We can talk about anything as long as they discuss it in the first paragraph of a Wall Street yeah, Journal exactly. article. We're down to talk about. Do you have a paywall? Not coming up on this show then. <laughs> no. Yeah, three point six million babies since in twenty twenty one. That's up one percent from the prior year. So I, I don't know what one percent of three point is. That three hundred and sixty thousand? No, that would be ten percent. Okay, so thirty six thousand. That's still a lot of babies. Like, yeah, 36,000 more babies than the prior year. It's like, you know, it's imagining a, a Tampa Bay Rays crowd of babies, which is a size crowd of babies. So this didn't come up on the matchup today. You weren't like, are you fucking more? 844, my hits one, or you just didn't? Well, after, after with, 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 I, with children dying, it didn't feel appropriate to celebrate. The birth of know, other children? At the, at the moment, yeah. Okay. That moment. Yeah, I, let's just move on. Um, we're going to save that one until the last story because I think we're going to talk about that more Um, there was uh, a kid who uh, broke a Guinness World Record because he could juggle Rubik's Cubes and um, uh, solve them at the same time I saw you post that on your Insta story today and the reason I remember it uh, one, the kid was juggling Rubik's Cubes and solving them but mainly it was meme about guns meme about guns meme about guns meme about guns meme about children and guns and then Ryan posting a video of a child juggling Rubik's Cubes (laughs) I forgot about to look at it in context of other people's stories (laughs) I feel like you always should that's the whole point well, of but you can't be i guess you can if you start in the middle and then go back here in mashup right hey all just mashup brian here just want you to know everything in my world's great check out this child juggling the cubes um guest drops apple watch on epcot ride and uh then has forty thousand dollars in fraudulent credit card charges so I guess they were on which it was a it, it's a ride I've never heard of Nemo and Fred the seas with Nemo and friends. Have you heard of this ride? I mean, no, but I could use context clues to figure it out. Um, and finding Nemo. Yeah. Why would this apparently be apparently it's 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 a, I don't know, but apparently it's a slow moving ride. So someone dropped their Apple watch okay. and they jumped out of the cart to get it. And a Disney person ran over and said, hey, 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 get back in. Okay. And um, then, but they're like, we'll get the watch and, you know, you can claim it later or whatever. We'll <laughs> get it to you. No, watch is gone. Would uh, not leave until I had that watch. <laughs> the woman's Amex was connected to the watch. Mm-hmm. So 40 grand by the end of the day on the watch. But does anyone have to pay that? Probably not. I'm sure that like, you know, all the fraud protection, those charges go away, which, by the way, who does? Does the bank just write that off? I mean, somewhere somebody eats it. Yeah, I think it's the credit card company. I'm sure if it's a small business, they get fucked, too, which isn't good. But uh, see, I've had my I have my credit card stolen, I would say, between one and two times a year, because when we're doing all the events for Sirius XM, I'm oftentimes, you know, putting various things on my credit card. There's artist riders, there's stuff. We, so I'm just constantly giving people my credit card number. It's Porn everywhere. in hotel rooms. Yeah, porn. I'm assuming you're on the road enough that it's, Predominantly that it's the adult porn. content. I mean, because that's yeah. most of the time where your card gets stolen or like you get viruses as adult content. That's true, but yeah. I think it, they mainly get stolen because I'm constantly writing it on pieces of paper and just handing it to people. Like, do you want okay. my credit? Do you know how many people <laughs> have my credit card? There's probably like 20 people that can charge anything at any time. So, sort of like your uncle. I don't know why my computer gets so many pop-ups. Do you know how to fix it? Yeah, stop jerking off, man. <laughs> uh, but the but where I was going with that was I don't understand how it seems like credit card fraud is really easy to do. Like yeah. I could easily, like when somebody gives me their credit card number, I was like, I don't know. I should just buy something because they'll just say they didn't do it. Everyone will go right. away. Like, do right. they have like an investigator after the person who bought $40 worth of headphones? Probably, Probably not, not $40. Yeah. No. Yeah. What I'm if saying they, is do crimes. To catch you, they happen to catch you doing another crime, they'll they'll do something about it, but they're not looking for you. 40000 Did they say what the person bought? Uh, Hold on one second. It takes yeah, a I'm lot sure. of work. Like on an app, using Apple Pay to spend forty grand is is hard. 
Uh, let's see. The woman had to get just, just several credit cards. It turned cards. out that it's like uh, turned out that she just bought a, a family of four a, a vacation to Disney. Oh, right. <laughs> all right. Uh, the fraudulent charges they could track the woman. No, they're not saying where 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 the charges came from. Epcot's supposed to be adult Disney, right? Well, Epcot, like when I think of it now, I think it's supposed to be smart Disney. Not adult Disney. They have whether whether you're in world or tomorrow, isn't that actual like a Tomorrowland? Smart Tomorrowland, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, but but yeah, it's supposed to be whether you're young or whether you're old. I think it's supposed to be the part of Disney where you learn something. Uh, and by the way, before anyone writes in, I know you can drink around the world. It's the That's, only thing anyone brings up about right. Epcot. I'm That's aware. what I was just about to say. Is the only thing that I know about it is it's where you go get wasted. And here's you're listening to this is happening, uh, Mark Zito. It's Ryan Sampson. Um. Here's the other thing about Epcot that I remember from my one visit to Disney World in 1999. Um, I don't know what that big globe thing is. You know, like that's the big... Tomorrowland. Yeah. Okay, that thing. But there's actually a name for it. Hold on, I'll look it up while you're talking. Epcot globe. I don't know, but yeah. is there anything that is more iconic with less of a payoff than that thing? There's like a slow tram inside. It fucking sucks. I should have known the spaceship Earth. That that's spaceship what the shit? Earth. No one, no one would be like, "Oh, that's spaceship Earth." That thing is like a circle of crap. Is it even? Oh, still I guarantee a thing? you. I guarantee you. There's people riding along right now, yelling at the radio because the two of us spaceship didn't know that spaceship Earth. Yeah. Okay. If if by the way, those people are the adult Disney nerds. Those are the creepiest people ever. Like the people that are like, "Oh, we're doing our honeymoon," and they're like, "It's them and Mickey and Minnie." It's like, "Oh, you have missionary sex." That is. That is. <laughs> and and that's all. Yeah, ex- yeah, exactly. And it stops there. Uh, what else was not on the mashup today? Okay, let's see. Um, do, 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 do. Oh, there's no more payphones. That that we actually talked about. We so. didn't actually. We didn't get to that earlier. They took they took the last payphone out of Manhattan, which public pay. There's still one. There's still payphones in Manhattan. I, I I'm actually looking at one. <laughs> what? So why did they make a big deal out of this? Because they're the last public payphones, whereas apparently the ones by where I live are private. Is it I, like a I, Soho house for payphones? I, I guess so. No, they're on the street. They're like the old Superman payphones. Like it's a full booth. You, can, you can't. Oh, you can't cl- so good for changing into your superhero costume or feverishly <laughs> jerking off midday. When I moved, it was generally urination. When I moved to the neighborhood, there was still a door on it. Like they were the old 1970s ones that have a door. And now um, then they made like there was like plastic saloon doors on it. And then those went away. And now there's just now there's just nothing there. It's just sort of like but a you can make a call on them. Yeah. Okay. Do you know the number to the payphone? That's the thing I've never understood in old movies where somebody would like wait outside a payphone and be like, oh, okay. Like a mobster. Be like, God, get it done. Whatever. Oh, dude, people. I used to do that when I was a teenager. Why? Would you just like be like, call me at my payphone? No, because uh, there was a uh, I was in a bowling league, like a youth bowling league, and there was a payphone. And so probably you're getting a lot of calls from other people (laughs) wanting to fuck you. (laughs) <laughs> and my parents knew the uh, the number to the payphone. So and and like you would do it, the payphone would ring, and you'd be like, "Johnny, your parents are on the phone." Sounds horrible. Just like just bowling league. <laughs> any other? Are there any other rejected mashup topics? Uh, I'm going through. They're not exactly rejected, but but let's see. Um, uh, adults or, or study finds that uh, people prefer. Wait, is this right? Oh, yeah. The Gen Z would rather have pets than kids. Mm, OK, so I've had both. And actually, my my Gen Z. You're no, you're definitely a millennial. OK, well, as somebody who's had experience with both, I do have to say. People care a lot less when you leave your pets alone. Except I think you would, I think people care, like if I took Simone, if I had one of those child leashes, I don't have one of those yet, by the way, but I I will say kids on a leash is something I used to judge very harshly. (laughs) And now you kind of want it. Well, Now that I have a kid, I'm like, oh, I get it. This kid's going to run into the road. This child is going to kill itself just all the time. But I think if you leave a kid tied up outside a bodega, there would be less questions than if you leave a dog. You mm, uh, no, definitely not. I think it depends on for how long and whether or not the kid can speak. Okay. All right. Yeah. 
right? Like if the kid can speak, you might get away with it. If the kid's too young to like form a sentence, yeah, it's not going to. Would you rather have a kid or a dog? Uh, Can I have a cat? Can I have a fish? What you're saying is I'm incapable of taking care of anything that requires effort. Pretty much. (laughs) Okay. I I mean, like, at least I know myself. Should that be should that be the first line on your dating profile? Or do you want to bury that later on? I'm going to bury that. That one's uh, loves egg sandwiches. uh, Interested in this. Not good at taking care of anything that needs to stay. Totally irresponsible. And yet when you went on vacation, one time you asked my wife and I to go to your apartment and water your plants, which just seemed like something an old aunt would ask. But I still did it. Thank you. I know you kept my plants alive. I'm quite a friend. All those uh, tomatoes. All right, one more, and then we can we can move on to yeah, something. Yeah, I mean, we this... only got about two minutes left, so we kind of have to. Oh, oh, uh, New York City airports. So the Port Authority here in New York, wait, mm. which is in charge of the bus stations, the airports, things like that. Yeah, um, they've put a cap on on food prices. Okay, so so what? So uh, a pack of cashews can only be like fourteen dollars now, as opposed to just unlimited fuckery that would take place previously. Uh, they put a limit on it, basically, that says that can, it can only be so much of a percentage above what the price is. It can only be 10. Here it is right here. Concession prices cannot be more than 10 percent higher than out of airport street prices. That's good. That's great. That's amazing. That's, oh, it's going to make SiriusXM much happier with my expense reports. Um, the, the, <laughs> well, that's only in New York City. Well, it was legal price gouging. It is, yeah. is what it is. You go, you a bag of Doritos is eight dollars for for six chips at a at, at an airport. It's outrageous. They said what started it is somebody had, on social media posted a picture of a twenty eight dollar beer. Yeah, and that's that's where this ball started rolling. So food in 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 Laguardia and JFK, Newark. I don't think is is Newark. Newark's a separate thing. I think. Right. So, um, like the the prices have to stay within ten percent. Any big plans uh, this weekend? My parents might come up. Um, if they don't, I'll just, uh, you know, I'm planting my garden. That is the big plans this weekend. They're the only things he can keep alive, folks. Uh, all right. Any thoughts before we get out of here, Ryan? Uh, it was good to talk to Pete. I miss him. It was great to talk to Pete. And on that note, you know, we did have fun today, but but also do what you can. Love your people. I, I just, I really still am bothered by what happened. Obviously, everyone is. And I, I, I don't know what the change is, but I hope we find it. Um, I guess that's it. Uh, at TIH Show on social media. Be here tomorrow.